I have this like I I have this like thing in my neck right now just refuses like you know how you like feel your neck really tightening and you're like okay if i pop it'll be good but for some reason it just refuses to yeah like i will like go all the way over here and it's just like "Mm -mm -mm, not far enough big boy and it's like do Mm -hmm. i have to break my neck to be comfortable sometimes i think that's gonna happen to me because i get really hard into like cracking my neck and cracking like any part of my body and sometimes when it is stiff i'm like fuck it i'll just push it as hard as i can and one time i it like it did and i not break my neck but like it cracked and i just remember feeling that instant like am i dead (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh no it just hurt but it's it's okay you just wake up amongst the clouds you're like yep (laughs) I did it. Just, I finally did like, it. Oh, what a way to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, sup, Jesus? How you been? It's I great did. to see you again. Yeah, no. I fucking, that shit pisses me off. I'm like, ugh. It's like right there. Whatever. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of IndiePod. Of course, this is our uh, kind of pseudo-Patreon exclusive episodes where we release them and then like one month later, I'm going to release them for the for the Do general audience. But I was about to say, we've had four. I have yet to release any. I was going to say, I don't yet. remember any of those <laughs> going live. So I was thinking to myself whether or not these were exclusive to Patreons or not. Currently, they are. Um, I'm going to release them, but I'm going to be honest, I've forgot about it every time. I've been like, when's a good time to release this? I don't know. I, just, I need to just do it finally and get it right. over with. But of course, the structure of these episodes is every other month we do a different thing. The first month is our video game book club episodes. We've done one for Spirit Fair. We did one for Cyber Shadow. And the next month is going to be for Lonely Mountains Downhill, which is on Xbox Game Pass. If you, at least for PC, but I'm pretty sure it is for consoles as well. If you yeah, don't own it and you would like to participate, you are at the uh, $3 tier or higher. You can participate. You can send us your audio. We all get to play the games. So they're super fun. But... Uh, and you also get included in the episode. But our other episodes are those voted on by our patrons at the $3 tier or higher who get to choose whatever we do. And this month, we did kind of an off one. Uh, beforehand, mm-hmm. we did our personal top 10 games of all time. And mm-hmm. this month, instead, we... Well, not instead. This month, we did kind of a switcheroo where josh is gonna play a game that i love or a game that would be synonymous with my personality and i did the same for him now each of us were kind of given a little bit of leeway initially when this was proposed by zach durham one of our patrons they said josh plays eso and i play slay the spire both of us have already played those games so seemingly we decided to shake it up a bit i was going to be a bitch and just play nuclear throne even though josh has never played it before but he called me out for being a bitch so i played a different game and the big josh boy finally came to his senses and played some hyperlight drifter and i can't wait for him to shit on my fucking dreams and just tell me how garbage (laughs) my one of my favorite games is it's gonna be so much fun this could be great it'll be great (laughs) uh so I have yet to reveal what game I actually played. So I know, I'm excited. For I went on uh, Xbox Game Pass, so initially like I thought playing Binding of Isaac, but I have played Binding of Isaac before, and also, I just... I'm did you play honest, Streets of Rogue? I, I didn't want to buy it again. See, I went, I thought about Neon Abyss, and then I played Streets of Rogue, dude. Streets I did. Rogue, I baby. went on Xbox Game Pass, I played some Streets of Rogue, and got comfortable with it, and I'm going to be honest... Okay. 
That's a weird game, dude. That's I know. Like, it's super strange. You have explained it to me in the past, and I have just... I, I've been like, oh, that's a really cool concept, but actually experiencing it in practice is so much different. Now, granted, yeah. I think you played far more of Hyperlight Drifter than I played of Streets of Rogue. I will say okay. that right now. I've only played a couple of hours, and I haven't got too many stages in uh, or, mm. like, levels in, but I have played as a couple different characters. Granted, I think the idea of the game is to try different ways to get yeah. through these like fucking objectives instead for me i'm just like i'm gonna kill people see if it works like let's <laughs> do it <laughs> i mean it depends on the character you're playing though right because if you're playing like a gorilla you just you go in there and you just slap cheeks like that's all you do you charge up you punch people in the face and you're just like i'm a monkey get the hell out of my way yeah but if you're if you're like the um what is it? I think it's the doctor who the doctor like doesn't get weapons. People? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can chloroform people, and you can like you're given a tranquilizer gun, and technically you can use certain weapons, but it's very limited. Only, so like yeah, it gives you the tranquilizer gun, and you can use certain thrown weapons, but mm -hmm. that's it. So I played as a couple different characters since I haven't unlocked like the gorilla and some of the cool ones, like a vampire and stuff. That's yep. fucking cool. What I have right now is just the boilerplate characters. So I had like the um what is it called like the slum character or something yeah, like that yeah, slum dweller yeah there's the like slum dweller there's the hacker there is what the gangster and they call them yeah, crepes or something they're called the crepes and then <laughs> the bloods or the blods yeah the crepes and the blods which is pretty interesting uh then you've got like the thief the hacker the doctor and i believe there was one more but I don't oh the soldier that's the oh, that's soldiers. the last one that i forgot those ones soldier are seems like, like that would be your kind of cup of tea i tried the soldier first okay so yeah. let's i guess let's cover because i have played less let's get my streets of rogue opinions out of the way first and we can gush okay. over this and like i've said if you've listened to IndiePod for a long time, you have definitely heard big josh boy gush about this game because he sure. has played it a lot and it's so i game. come in and I I enjoyed the tutorial. I like how just kind of boilerplate it is and how weird mm -hmm. that it, it kind of makes fun of itself for being a tutorial for the most yeah. part. And when you go through and you do these super menial tasks that are super easy and the resistance leader, like they literally blow up because they're so surprised by your prowess of tutorial shit. It's so weird. And I love the world that this takes place in, by the way, like the opening sequence where it's just like, oh, yeah, we elected this new mayor because he ran on a platform of like more beers and like, uh, what was it? Less taxes and more beers for everybody. And then when yeah. they got elected, they started gathering up everybody's beers and raising taxes. But supposedly it was to throw the best rager of all time. And I love that it's like, and really, it was just a party. I had like one bag of chips and like one keg. It was lame. <laughs> it's such a weird setup for like this maniacal villain. I loved that so much. And mm -hmm. you then uh, move into there is like a 
there's a resistance force like fighting against this dictator and you begin the uh you begin the tutorial as kind of like a whatever protagonist trying to join the resistance so you do a couple of different things it teaches you um how to use weapons how to open doors and shit like that basically just the easiest stuff um, and that you can learn different things about different characters. I loved the henchmen conversation where they're like sitting there talking and it's like, yeah, feel free to do anything you want to this guy. And the guy's like, wait, hold up. What? <laughs> like I didn't sign up to get my ass beat by some random person. And they're just like, actually, when you join the resistance, uh, in this part of your contract, you actually did say we can do anything to you we want. It's just entirely based on the master's whims. And he's like, well, fuck, I don't want to get my ass beat. And they're like, you have a hat. You have that. We gave you that hard hat. You'll be fine. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's and armor. Then, yeah, you basically are just given free reign to beat the shit out of a civilian. Like, just for no reason. And you whoop his ass, you grab some of his stuff, you go through. Eventually, you get through the, tutor the tutorial. It's pretty easy. And you go to the base. You can then move on to the actual levels, which each one you get to play as a different character, whichever one you want. Each one has different skills and different abilities. So, like how we listed them all out earlier, uh, they start with different items as well. So, the first person I played as was the soldier uh because i was like you know what let's get into this game just like nice and slow uh they have like grenades proximity mines door charges which i have to say really annoyed that i can't just place the door charges on things you have yeah. to do it specifically on a door i was like it's, it's an explosive like no, it's fucking it's for the door <laughs> yeah and then it turns out if you throw a landmine at a wall it just blows up like it was a door charge kind of a deal so it doesn't even matter and you're given a machine gun and you have like several different traits that you can use mm. um well you don't use them they're just kind of like passive buffs in at times so like the thief other thieves won't steal from you but you can steal from them which i find super funny uh <laughs> and you start off in the slums you have to go through and basically perform a couple of different tasks for me it was like okay you have to go get this item you have to go kill this person and you have to operate a couple of different things which i will say they're the tasks themselves are kind of boring um like they they aren't too they aren't very interesting because they just require you to do like very if you do this then you win kind of a deal so it's it's very binary so it's just like kill that guy get that thing, use that thing. And it's like, okay, but the fun comes from how exactly you do that. I've, I've slowly learned where yep. it's like, I, I initially going through as the soldier, I, for the eliminate them portions, I would just walk up to windows and like, cause you can knock on the window and they just come and right just up to the them. window. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, they're just like, Oh, Hey, what's up, dude. And they just come up to the window. Yeah. And I just blast them through the window and just, get on out of there kind I'm of a deal like, all right i'm done yeah and it's super nice but here's the thing it's super I, nice yeah <laughs> just shot that guy in the face super i know nice. right it's just a nice little nice little moment uh but here's the thing i being myself and sucking mm. in video games i wow. didn't exactly want to change my approach to going into things when i switched out of the soldier so oh, that's like 
Yeah, I went in as the doctor and just started tranking people, but didn't realize that it didn't work right away. It it's takes like 10, 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> for them to pass out. So I like shot them and I was like, oh, fuck. And I like had to run around and try to get around them to keep them from killing me until they fell asleep. And then you could pick up their stuff. And eventually I made the wrong choice of punching somebody right next to a turret and it killed me. And I was like, you didn't care that I fucking tranked him, but you care that I punched him. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you draw the line. I know, dude. I know. It's fucking no it's ridiculous. Also, um, I totally took offense by this fact that like a random civilian walked by me and looked like they stole something from me. They were oh, just they like, do. yeah, they stole yeah. something from me. And then I chased him down and I beat him to death, you know, as you That's do. That's the way it should be. And then it said I killed an innocent. And I was like, they stole from me. You're innocent. What are you talking about? <laughs> like I just wanted my shit back, and then I kill. I didn't even get my stuff back. I don't even know what they stole, honestly. But like, it's maybe they up, didn't dude. at all. Maybe you did. Just I kill know. An I think I did. I think I did just kill <laughs> because, an innocent person. <laughs> because people in the world will steal from each other. Like the AI will steal from one another. So it might have just been in the area, and you yeah. thought it stole something from you, and then you're just like, "Hey, fuck you," and just killed some random dude. I also love that, like, the AI will start interacting because in a lot of games, they don't interact with each other. Like, playing RPGs, first-person shooters, whatever, AI just exists for the player to manipulate it. And instead, in Streets of Rogue, I'll just come across, like, four cops beating up a civilian for no reason. They just yep. didn't even do anything. Just beating the shit out of them, and I'm like, wow. It's an accurate representation of reality. I mean, it is, yeah. My favorite thing in that game is using... So the reason why that game is so good is because, yes, you are correct that a lot of the objectives are very basic and minimal and, like, they're pretty, like you said, linear, that it's it's very much a, oh, click this button or kill this person or take this item to XYZ, do whatever, right? Very basic. But the thing is, it becomes more of a game of what's the environment like? Because every... Every level is procedurally generated. Every time you play this, you're gonna get a different, like the maps, the general worlds, like the levels are the same, but the way they're constructed, the different enemies or people that are in this world each time will be different. And so it becomes more of that like, okay, how do I do this with the environment and the character class, whatever I am? How do I complete this objective? So like one of my favorite things if I'm playing like a weak character is to piss them off whatever character it might be, and then run towards cops. Cause like nine out of time, 10 times, if they're swinging like some kind of sword or something, if you get close enough where they accidentally swing and hit a cop at that time, then they'll get pissed and they'll just fight each other and you just run away. And you're like, <laughs> ah, suckers. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I, I have yet to like really go uh, try to like mess with the environment. There are a few characters that like I so one thing I really wished is that it gave you one of these like really interesting characters, just like a choice of one of them early on, because like currently you, you have can kind of like, create your own. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I, I saw mm-hmm. that they gave you the option to create your own character, which I thought was pretty cool. But, mm-hmm. like, I've also seen that there's, like, the shapeshifter. I want to play that character so yeah. fucking bad because it just seems so interesting. Or the zombie's cool. The zombie's Do you just so buy cool. people and they become zombies too? You Yeah, so the way it works is you... So if you kill someone, um, they'll turn into a zombie. Mm-hmm. They won't follow you. But they'll just be a zombie and then those zombies will attack other random people, which is great. But you also have a move where you can do this like acid spit that takes a bit of your health, 
But when you hit someone, if you if then they die afterwards, they then become a zombie, but part of your crew. So you'll just have like, not only will you have the entire map littered with zombies who are also attacking random other people, but you can grab people to become your own zombie little posse. So it just becomes at the end of levels where you are just entirely engrossing the map with zombies. And it's just a chaotic mess. That's really cool. Like that's that's one of the options I wish I had like earlier on in the game so I could just mm-hmm. kind of embrace the chaos of everything mm-hmm. versus kind of like I feel like the classes or the characters that it gives you early on are kind of like if you were to take the game seriously, if that's yeah. these are the characters that you would play, you you've got like the thief who is got the window cutters and stuff like that to make everything easier, which also so weird because you cut out a window and then it just makes like a door. Like the, yeah. the wall is just gone in that section of, I mean, of area. That way you can go through. Yeah. That totally threw me off when I first did it because it was like, it makes minimal noise. So I went up to like one of the eliminate things and I just like started cutting the window and they looked at me and I just kept doing it. <laughs> and then it just opened up and it was basically a door and i was like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> and didn't expect it. i was like i guess whatever and i just ran in and started whooping their ass with a crowbar and it was like i guess this is what happens like i don't know that's yep that's that's what a thief does easy yeah yeah it's it works out i'm a mugger but it was it was so interesting. Like I I really enjoyed a lot of the characters that I got to play as. I I like the variation that each of them has and how the the chaos of the world allows you to kind of like really manipulate things where like i said like cops will just be randomly beating somebody up and you're just like what the fuck but then (laughs) you yourself like because this world is just naturally so chaotic when you do things that are crazy nobody thinks about it either and i really love that fact i think it's a lot of fun and i i guarantee i will not put a massive amount of time into this game it's like it's 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 definitely a good jelly not my jam scenario i think uh co-op would actually be a lot of fun i think you should play with me yeah Yeah, i think think we should play co-op because it is so damn fun i don't think i don't think there's crossover from steam though so i'd have to start an account on game pass which means i wouldn't have anything but i'd still i'd be fine just jumping into it the thing that you lose from that is it's good because you get that chicken nugget currency, which I think is hilarious that yeah. their their outside of game currency is chicken nuggets. Because just... they banned like the the person banned chicken nuggets, so now it's become yeah. a delicacy. So yeah. your currency it's is chicken nuggets. Basically black market uh, yeah. type stuff. <laughs> but but getting all the unlocks are things that will randomly spawn in the game, which makes it, you know, it adds to that element of craziness because you can get new perks, you can get new items that spawn. So you know, uh, it, it just adds to that uh, amount that's in the game. Um, how far did you get? Did you did you get to at least the third level of the first stage? Um, I think each time I died at like the last of the second, but I've heard that I, I checked out some reviews that said the third stage always has some dramatic event that happens. Yes. And I want to get to that so bad because Those I saw that there was like are crazy. Yeah. I saw that there's were like, there were riots or like yeah, bombs riots. just riots randomly nuts, falling dude. everywhere. <laughs> riots is nuts. They just, people just randomly, everyone's fighting. Everyone is fighting on the map. Like just all the civilians. And if you get caught up in it, it's just, it sucks. There's one where it's like zombies versus like 
hillbillies for some reason and they're just like they come out of the the ground and they start fighting and you just can't get caught up in it there's uh there's random bombs yeah like every 10 seconds if you're outside of a building you'll take damage it'll just like it blows up there's one where there is a death robot who is literally chasing you the entire yeah, time heard about that one shooting. Too. i hate that one um there's one where it's like acid where just the ground outside is constantly spreading. And if you don't do it quick enough, like complete the level, you'll have to walk through acid and basically kill yourself. Like the the modifiers are nuts. It's it's a lot of fun though. Yeah, that's that's the there are like two things that I would really like to work toward in the game is like unlocking some of the weird characters to try to play as. And yeah, getting to the third stages and seeing kind of what weird variety happens. Granted, since I'm not playing the way I should be with each of these characters, I don't know how I'm going to get to the third stage. I think I'm yeah. just going to have to play the soldier until I get there. Like, as, the soldier's that's just the, the way soldier's I fucking play, class. dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good class to get you through. I have a buddy who plays co-op with me every once in a while, and he literally will only play the soldier because he's like, nope, this is the way I play. And I'm like, all right, so I'll end up doing something that kind of goes hand in hand. Like I was, um, what was it? I was the, uh, oh, I was the cannibal. So he would just mow down people and I would just walk in and eat, be like, all right, them. I'll eat the bodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you unlock the characters? Do you use the chicken nuggets to like purchase them or? No, no. The characters are unlocks based on certain things that you have to do in the game. So oh. it's like um, if you want the there's like a slave master character, you have to pay off enough slaves. If you're uh, for the firefighter, you have to put out a number of fires using like water uh, items for the um what is it? I, I can't remember all of them just because most of them I've already done before, but I think it'll say in the actual character, like when you go to the select screen, oh, it'll say like them? how to unlock them. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. There are like the couple of different characters that I really want to try out, like the cannibal, the vampire, the shapeshifter. Those ones sound like a lot of fun. Like each one, I, I feel like this game would actually keep me coming back for more just to test out how, how these like different characters work. And I, I really remember not too long ago um within the past year when it got an update and i was like josh are you gonna go back to play because it added some new characters and i could see how that would be a real incentive to yeah. to come back to the world of streets of rogue because it's just it's weird and fun and i i really enjoy the like odd quirky nature of the world i just think it's hilarious like the chicken nuggets as currency is pretty hilarious yeah. also i just randomly like come across slave masters yeah and i just murdered them like every time and then the slaves just run away and you yeah. can recruit them and stuff like that i i think that's awesome i i think overall it is a lot of fun um it would be one of the things that's like good jelly not my jam because I don't think that I'd take it seriously enough to actually like get through the levels because yeah. I know that like there's kind of a strategy for each character and I'm just like, fuck you, yeah. Trent gun. <laughs> and honest, honestly, it's it's still pretty tough. Like that's one of those games where it's very much a punishing game. Oh, yeah. At any moment, you could have a great run. You have a ton of items. You you got a lot of perks that you're going with. And then you do one thing wrong and you get swarmed by a bunch of people who have guns. And you're like, well, I'm dead. But yeah. You have and to it be doesn't help strategic. that like you're not centered. So it's easy to lose yourself within firefights and stuff like that. Yeah. Like when you get blown through walls and you're just like, I don't know where I am. Like I, cause all the little people, all the little pixel people look kind of the same. So I'm just like, 
I lost yeah. myself like five minutes ago. I don't even know where yeah. I am anymore. Try to do that with four player co-op. It is nuts. Yeah. Four I player s- co-op is way too much. You if you play co-op in this game, you need to do only two. Because after you add more than two people, it just becomes crazy because everyone wants to do their own thing and the map is like big enough where you're just either going off on your own thing or someone's messing with something that you're not anticipating and then people are getting mad and then everyone's shooting at each other and it's just it's just chaos yeah i saw that like the uh speaking of like people just randomly getting mad i was playing the thief and i forgot that the the shopkeepers get mad and don't want you in their shops yeah and i was like oh shit and i was like why are you dressing like a thief if you're a thief you'd think you wouldn't dress like one like what the fuck dude and yeah, they I played as the gangster once and ran into some blods and I just yeah, like randomly got just, shot up. Yeah, they'll like, start attacking. Cool. That's fun. That's great. That's fun. I love the I love the gangster ones though, just because you get to recruit people. Yeah, you can uh you can recruit them without paying at all. Mm-hmm. Like you can get several different recruits. So that yeah, that is one thing that I did was like go up to a bunch of crepes or whatever and I was like, Hey yo, come help me out. <laughs> come on. <laughs> It was a lot of fun. I I enjoy Streets of Rogue. I think it is one of those good jelly, not my jam uh, kind of a games. But if I was to put, uh, if I was to like have a large amount of time to play, to like test out a lot of the different characters, I I think I would enjoy it a lot more. Plus there, like you said, there is that create a character function where I like could go in and make my own character if I really wanted to. So there is that but speaking of a game that seems like i don't even know if it's a good jelly not my jam kind of a deal but big josh boy is playing hyper light drifter now feel free oh. to just crumble my heart into uh dust get ready <laughs> i feel bad because you seemingly enjoyed your game and i i won't say i didn't enjoy it i get it like there, but it's not for me yeah i it doesn't have to like not everyone has to love it like i i feel like i definitely build it up like this is something i brought up on one of i believe the last episode that we recorded of indie pod as of the time of this recording so that's like 131 is that i will probably never play bioshock because people have just built it up to being like much yep. larger than life and i do that with hyper light drifter I talk that game up so much, and then when people play it, I imagine they're just like, I mean, it's cool, but it's not the, what? (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of where I am at with these type of games. So Hyper Light Drifter is in the realm of games for me that I will pick them up, and I, I, there's something that, like, a game needs to hook me in some certain way, and I think the way that, um, Hyperlate Drifter plays out both mechanically and story-wise isn't really a hook you at the start kind of a game. It's more of like a slow burn. Yeah. And for me, these are games I always end up dropping off of. Like right at the end at this point uh, playing, I, I did start to get into the point, like the rhythm of it and starting to feel like, oh no, okay. I, I'm starting to enjoy this more. When I first started, I kind of hated it. I was like, yeah, it's like you said, it, it's it's a slow burn. Like you have to get f- to enjoy the combat like for a person like you where you are whoa, much more into the combat. Whoa, I whoa. know. I know, right? <laughs> well, see, here's um, the thing though is because and I understand why you like it because it reminds me a lot of Souls-like combat. Yeah. Even though, you know, it's not the same, it's like a top-down kind of look to it, but like the same very stamina-driven, very methodical, very I use the word clunky to describe it, even though it's not the best word to use, but the way it feels like, here's the thing about this. Hyperlight Drifter, I, I, I don't even know 
what my character is or who he is or a drifter yeah that's uh, he's a drifter just a fucking weirdo <laughs> my ninja ass looking uh character i look at that character and i'm like this boy should be fast the f- combat should be fluid yeah i feel like when i'm walking i'm stuck in like peanut butter like he is <laughs> so god awful slow the yeah. only way to move fast is to dash and you have to wait. You have like a little bit unless you press it in like a certain uh, order. It, it's like a after, rhythm. Yeah, yeah, it's like a rhythm. And even that you have to get like the, the upgrade to get that rhythm part first. So it didn't come at first. Like I just I felt so awful. I was like, oh, why are you so slow? You look <laughs> like you should be so fast. <laughs> but yeah. But it like that's why I knew going into this. I Hyperlight Drifter has always been a game where I never picked it up because I thought that it wouldn't be for me. And then we did this because like, oh, it makes sense with the the idea. But I was damn right because it's not really for me. Uh, I don't think it's a bad game though. I thought it was good. Uh, I have uh, beaten three bosses, which apparently is pretty close to the end. From, yeah, you from could what you were telling you me. You could beat it pretty soon. Yeah, like yeah. you you have pretty much like I would say like one to two bosses left depending. I can't remember yeah. like 100%, but yeah, you have like one to two bosses left. Yeah, I think the most interesting part is that you literally know nothing. Like mm-hmm. this game gives you so little. Yeah, it's all up to start, interpretation. It's mm-hmm. all, so I'm like, I'm playing there and I'm just, I'm sitting and I'm watching it. I'm like, who's that dog? Who are those creatures? Who am I? What are these rooms? Where am I going? Like, <laughs> literally nothing is explained. I don't even know what currency is until halfway through the game. And I'm like, oh, that's what these yellow blocks are. Like, <laughs> yeah, the currency is so weird. Like you and and it's so odd to play a game where currency is so scarce that you yeah. have to, like, delve into the worst possible shit to find it. And yeah. then you have to get four of them to unlock anything. It's so fucking annoying. Like, yeah. I... I love Hyperlight Drifter, but there are definitely some issues. What do you think this story is about? Could you tell? I, I literally have no idea. I don't know <laughs> why I'm constantly puking blood, why I'm following this weird dog, who this guy is that saves me and then doesn't want to talk to me afterwards. And I'm like, bitch, would you tell me something? And he's just like, <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. I, I have no clue what I'm doing. I couldn't even guess. So seemingly the consensus of the story of Hyperlight Drifter, because once again, it is entirely up to interpretation, is that the people believe the drifters to be immortals um, that are actually tainted by their immortality. And that's why they puke up like blood and everything. And the thing they're trying to kill is actually the byproduct byproduct of their immortality, which is called the immortal cell, which mm. is in that opening where it shows like the uh, this like sort of Damocles basically over the like prosperous city of animals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's essentially like they are this technologically advanced society that got so wrapped up in what they were doing that they tried to create immortality by creating the immortal cell, but it ended up becoming tainted and it destroyed everything and caused like basically waged wars and all sorts of stuff. And you as a drifter are trying to save everybody from that. It's kind of up in the air. Some people believe that they're time travelers, maybe not. And the dog you're following is Anubis, like the God of the dead. So yeah, that would be the deal. But honestly, still that might not even be the story. No fucking idea. 
Like it's, it's all up to interpretation. And that's something that I love so much about it. There are like a few things that are really fleshed out where it's like the, uh, each world has their own story that you can get from speaking to certain or each like area has uh, their own story that you can get from speaking to certain NPCs. So mm-hmm. like the, in the North, um, they were originally just, kind of like a group of uh of bird people that were like highly religious um but then a cult actually like took over and started like sacrificing the rest of them to Mm. like whatever kind of weird god they believed in and that's who that like the boss you kill is is their cult leader and Mm. like the uh the otters that lived in the west were basically like the frogs committed genocide and murdered them all and then the uh the raccoons that live in the what is it no that's that sorry that's the east yeah, um yeah, and the yeah. west is the raccoons and okay. they fought against the titans which are those like colossal like uh robot kind of deals yeah you and, see them scattered throughout and they're just like it's it'll just be like a hand and it's like oh i'm climbing a mountain but i'm dead and yeah I'm like okay what are you why are you here yeah, basically, like, the uh, the immortal cell gained control of the Titans and seemingly waged war on all of the mortal races. And after, like, it decimated all of them, each one was kind of, like, overtaken by a growing force within them. With the exception of the raccoons, um, they pretty much, like, their king went insane after being trapped inside of a crystal, which mm-hmm. was actually, like, those crystals started spreading throughout their kingdom because the technology that they created backfired. It's very weird. Very hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, but I would never get any of this. Oh, and not I even also a little bit. Don't want to dig any mm-hmm. deeper into it. Like I, I know it, it sounds like lazy, but there was nothing. There's nothing that that hooked me initially, where other than a, a just being like a mind fuck of like, what am I looking at? Like yeah. other than that, there's nothing that was really like, oh, I need to look into this and find out what's going on with this story. Because I would like I just look at it. And I'm like, oh, there's bird people attacking me. Like I don't like I don't know what's going on. Just like, yep, they're crazy birds. Yeah, most of it is in people's interpretations and those runes. People have actually decoded them and there is an alphabet. I was going to say, yeah, because I keep getting those like unlocking these hidden runes where you you find these these hidden platforms and you get to a rune area and you're like, oh, what did I get? Is it something good? And you're like nothing it's yeah (laughs) it's basically like a lore tablet that you can't even read because you don't know how to read it (laughs) i'm like okay cool guess i'll just move my peanut butter ass somewhere else (laughs) like i don't know yeah you have to invest so much time in hyper light drifter it's kind of ridiculous like i will agree it definitely feels like you're trudging through sand or peanut butter that's why the first ability that i always unlocked is the dash like gaining the multiple dash dash. where you can shoot through it just Mm -hmm. feels so much better and then when you get the dash reflect it makes it even better because like when people are shooting projectiles at you you can reflect them at people and at times it can refill the uh it can refill your own ammo for your gun Mm -hmm. but how you were talking about how it's clunky the way i think of hyperlight drifter is it forces you into what gameplay style it wants versus rather like allowing you it's kind of like the way i talk about the difference between in souls likes like dark souls and bloodborne Mm -hmm. dark souls you can choose bloodborne it's like he's fucking do what we want and it's like okay 
guess. Yeah, and that's that's why I said it's a bad word to use, but it's the way it feels to me. It's, oh yeah, it just I get seemed, it. it comes off real clunky because mm-hmm. it's more you need to play this game with a very methodical approach. Like you have to calculate all your movement. And I'm like, no, I want a game like like honestly, Hades is a great uh, one to bring up of why I like Hades so much is just because of the fluidity of it. It's the fact that I can just dash everywhere I want. It's quick. It's snappy. I don't feel like I'm trudging along. Like it's just, it's a much different feel. Like it's a lot of the reason why anytime I've watched your streams, the current ones of you playing Neo, I've always been like, this is probably the game that I would get into if I was going to try one of those like hard mode games or like souls like looking games because it has that much more fast paced combat, quicker feel to momentum, like traversal in a game. Like Mm -hmm. that's very much important to me that I need to, feel like I'm moving at a pace that makes sense in a video game. Like it's a weird thing because obviously no one moves the way you do in a video game, but it's become such a natural, like this is how movement should be to me. It has to be this very like wacky, like hyper speed movement with characters. Like anytime you get hyper realistic with a game, as far as like movement, it's the same reason why I hate basically all of, uh, what's their name? Uh, the people who created Red Dead. Uh, Rockstar? GTA. Rockstar. I hate all Rockstar games. It's literally <laughs> just because of the movement in them. The fact that I can walk into a door and my shoulder touches the... And then you're like... And he's like, oh! 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 Like, fuck, go through the damn door! Like, it's it's too much, alright? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but that kind of stuff is, is what was like a little bit iffy, iffy. And I just feel like it has a slow, like I said, a slow burn, a slow start with combat where i felt really overwhelmed at first i was like there's too many characters on my screen because you you had like no skills and then once i you know got the dash got a shotgun i was like i'm fucking killing it like i love the shotgun it was so good you dash in you shotgun them you then dash out you slap someone you dash back you shotgun them again it's fucking great um i don't know At, at that point i was i was feeling more into it but like to get to that point i didn't really care too much and honestly like i did this for uh, the 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 reason of talking about it on this episode but like i don't know that i'm gonna go back like and i probably don't have that much left but like i still it's one of those things where yeah it's just it's not for me yeah i feel like we both kind of feel the same way where it's like yeah i feel like streets of rogue is also something that you have to put a lot of time into and it like takes a while yeah, for you for to sure. find what you really love and hyperlight drifter is the exact same way where it's like if you don't get kind of like pulled in and attached to the weird, like eclectic nature of what it's trying to do, you're not going to like it. Like it's and, and like you might like the combat if there was like a new game plus or where you could just unlock everything, but it takes a really long time to get there. Yeah. And honestly, another big part of it is the, the music to it. Um, Oh yeah. Atmospheric music is, is great. Like I love it. It's really good when you're just walking around. The boss fights, the music is garbage. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's so bad. I have to replay it to see. Specifically on the frog boss, if you play that again, you fight that frog, it's like so trash. (laughs) Really? Uh, I hated it. I was like, because the the frog boss was the first one I fought. So I was, I had no power-ups. I was just trying to mess with him. And it took me like two or three tries to get through him. And every time it restarted, I was like, oh, this is awful. Like, it, because it wasn't like, it didn't hype you up. It was like, 
it started out as a as boss music and it was like dun, dun, brum, 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 brum. like i don't even remember it but it was just it was very just not fitting at all i was like maybe i glitched the game out but then i started it again and i was like nope it just sucks yeah i'll have to go back because it's like music isn't something i really pay attention to all that much but also like i my most recent playthrough of the game was on the nintendo switch and i was just playing it Mm. while i was watching tv so it was like i wasn't actually listening to the game yeah see i think it's a little bit different because well one because it's my first time so i was trying to really focus but like two i feel like this is the type of game where if you are just getting into it for the first time you kind of need to really dive into the world otherwise you're not going to experience it the same way and so that's one of the reasons why i was trying to like at first i i tried to do something uh off on the side and i was like no no, no, no i'll just focus I'll, I'll put all my attention into it and i just i i hate like bad mouthing something like that but it just did not sound good it oh felt, i get it dude. it felt so off like not to say it was like a bad song but it just like it did not fit what i don't know so strange also, I'd have to like know. replay. I would yeah. have to like check out the music because, like I said, it's not something I notice all that often. Right. I like the like real synthwave soundtrack that it has yeah. going, but boss music might be a bit different. Yeah, and maybe it was just that one because that was the only time where I was really like, like paying attention like I, to it. Yeah, like That's, I wrote it down specifically. I was like, music is trash. It's interesting boss. that you went to that boss first because you can go to any of them. You can play them in whatever know. order you want. Yeah, you just basically have to find your way. I always go north first, and it's like the hardest. I I went uh, east, northwest. Mm. So I went north originally. I At the start, I went north, and something happened where I like I got... I don't want to say lost because it's pretty... Oh no, you can get lost up there. Yeah, because to get to the actual boss, you have to like go through several different like cave systems within the north, and it's very weird. That's true, but no, I mean like I went up immediately, like one or two screens, and thought I couldn't progress. So I was like, I guess I gotta go to the other way. So I just didn't, and then I came back later, and it seemed like easy to go up. So I was like, maybe I was supposed to do it in that order. Like, I don't know. Cause this game doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. So I just, I had no idea. Like I didn't look at any guys or look at anything with this. I went in totally blind. So I just assumed that was the way I had to go. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I always end up, uh, I always do North first. Cause it's the boss. I hate the most. Like the oh, fucking really? cultist he bird the is easiest. so annoying. Really? I find I, it the I hardest. I one tried him. I, I played him and I was like, Oh, all right, you're not so bad. Yeah, I don't have any problem with the uh, the frog or the raccoon, but I have serious issues with the bird. Weird. I fucking hate it. Yeah, I don't know. He he seemed so much easier to me, and I love the bird because he gave you the shotgun. No, the frog gives you the shotgun, right? I honestly yeah, can't frog, remember. I think frog gives shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I why. Mean, I feel it? like I probably hate the bird the most. I feel like our... our uh, the the reason that our opinions differ is because I go for the bird with zero power ups, and you go for the bird after you've gotten some stuff. And it's like I feel like the bird is not meant to be played. Like the cultist is not meant to be played the first boss because mm. it like how it lights up the different sections and it basically will yep. kill you on them. I yep. feel like if you don't have the uh, the more rapid dash in that section, it kind of fucks you. Yeah, yeah, that might be true. Yeah, because I definitely had the shotgun at that point because I remember the birds just being able to shotgun them. 
Um, so the shotgun is probably from the the frog, and then I think you get the sniper from the bird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was just I thought it was pistol. cool. It I thought it, it was cool that me. they had. Yeah, I thought it was cool that they had the guns. I was like, oh, this is an interesting little like thing on the side. Like the yeah, mechanics you can get behind bombs it and stuff. Yeah, I didn't play around with that. The mechanics in it, as far as ammo, I thought was really unique. I thought it was interesting the way you had to uh, essentially refill refill stamina. Yeah, you have to strike shots. to actually get ammo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. And I think that like the game is super forgiving, which I appreciated, especially in the earlier stages, though, because there are health packs like everywhere there were so many times where i was like why do i have so many of these laying on the ground like i just couldn't pick them up because i was like it's just gonna be a waste um but that being said there was a harder mode so i guess i could could have done that i was gonna ask Um, which uh difficult did you play it on because i think it has three now yeah it has has like an easy normal and hard yeah so i played normal just to get the lay of the lands um but on the normal honestly like once i got past the frog boss and and got the the shotgun um I pretty much didn't really die. Um, yeah. Except for like those areas where it was like the, the random boulders that would squish you that got me like once or twice. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. Cause there's a, there's an area where you're like pitch dark and then a bl- boulder will f- fly out of nowhere. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I, I, I specifically remember that because it's literally just pitch black and you have to tell by the noise. And all it is, is just like basically smashing sounds in the distance. And you're like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? And then there's also enemies like little spiders little that spiders. try to attack you. And you're like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. I know. Yeah. Super annoying. Mm-hmm. But um but I I mean I I still enjoyed myself. I don't think I'm going to go back to it, honestly. Yeah. Um but it was a good experience. I'm glad I could say I played it now whenever you go on your little rant about Hyperlife Drifter. Yeah, and you like, um <laughs> Yeah. One thing that did happen to me that I I'm pretty sure was a bug consistently like it must have happened to me five or so times. I'd be in one of those those battles like the mini battles where you're like in an arena like it puts the walls up and you start fighting people Mm -hmm. i'd always kill a bunch of people have one person left and the doors would open and it would just be like you're it would be like you're done and i'm like no i'm not there's this person (laughs) still here yeah that never happened to me granted i've i haven't played it on pc yet i i have it on my pc but i haven't played it yet so i don't know yeah it happened to me a bunch of times and i was like what is going on that's cool. Whatever. Well, we pretty much deal, but. thoroughly covered these games, I would say, for me, Streets of Rogue, for you, Hyperlight Drifter. I don't think, I, I think we've learned a bit about each other, I guess, by playing these games, but we also yeah. learned that we, we do not like taste. the other person's games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no more, Zach. No, thank you. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. No. I'm, I'm just glad I didn't play ESO. Like, I'm. I'm I know. glad I decided the Hyperlight Drifter because I was I was looking at ESO because we both talked about it. We've played it before, but I was just like, I don't want to get into that because like starting an MMO is probably the worst part of of playing an MMO is just getting that like, all right, let's learn a bunch of the mechanics again. Let's find out. Let's go through this tutorial because they like me playing it like we realistic played what like anywhere from two to five hours was how much we had put into this. Right. Yeah. For for our games. If I had put that into ESO, I would have been like, oh, I did the tutorial. Like, that's that's like all I would have done. 
Yeah, you wouldn't have got too far into it. You would have gotten maybe like a couple quests into it, but you would have like barely any skills. I mean, yeah. depending, it's like it's super easy to level quickly if you start in one of the original major areas, but in any of the DLC zones, it takes much longer. Plus, it's not an indie game, right? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. I <laughs> What's an indie game? <laughs> when do we even talk about those? No, dude. God, fucking right. let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2, bro. Let's fucking get into it. <laughs> yeah. Talk about not getting indoors. <laughs> uh so thanks everybody for listening. Of course, thank you so much for being patrons. You're all amazing. Be sure to play some Lonely Mountains Downhill so we can talk about it in our book club episode, which will go live next month. I'm I love I how it. many people are enjoying it. Yeah, I tried it. It is tough. It, I uh it, Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. I played it and I was like, it can be pretty hard, especially when you get like the smallest bump and die. And you're like, what in Dude, what we'll, world? We'll fucking talk about it. Cause that <laughs> this game has pissed me off already a bunch with that. Yeah. Where I'm just like, what? It's yeah. just like, and because of the so camera stupid. angle, your death perception is so off that you're just like, yeah. how do I keep hitting this rock? Uh, yeah. Where is it? No, nah, yeah. dude, I'll, We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk much. about that one next month. So uh, if you, well, I mean, this is for patrons right now. So everybody, be sure to play some Lonely Mountains Downhill. Get your audio into us about if you enjoyed it, if you fucking hated it, your death perception is off, whatever else. It's, of course, on Game Pass. And Streets of Rogue is on Game Pass as well, if you would like to check it out. Yep. I do not believe Hyperlight Drifter is, but it is nope. like on Steam and a bunch of other places super i mean it's fairly cheap it's like 20 dollars, but it often goes on sale if you'd like to check it out uh the nintendo switch version actually has exclusive content that's why i picked it up for the nintendo switch because i wanted to see what was so special about it uh but i didn't actually get the special stuff by the time i just wasn't playing anymore because i forgot like why done. yeah well no i started I was like playing it and then I think we needed to do like indie game of the year or something. So I started playing uh, all those other things and then just yeah, never yeah. went back to finish it. <laughs> so I the never struggle. even got the special shit. I just bought it for no reason, but granted uh, I just do that. That's just my thing. I own like, I own a Hyperlight drifter physically more than two times. And yeah, I've got it like digitally like three or four times, whatever dude, whatever. <laughs> I love shit. wasting money too. It's yeah, I know. It's like Hyperlight Drifter isn't actually my love. It's wasting money. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so thanks everyone so much for listening and join us next month for another special episode. Once again, Lonely Mountain Downhill Book Club is going to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you for being patrons and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>